0: people come to I think a lot of people come to comedy just to see like you know other people that have problems listening to other people's problems instead of thinking about their own
1: that is is so so true so if you're well adjusted it's it's not gonna work
0: yeah I think if you're I've always said if you're tall real good looking and don't have any problems maybe comedy isn't for you
1: (laughs) this is pdxpodcast.com Thanks for tuning in. That was comedian Chad Daniels, who just released his 2017 comedy album, which instantly hit number one on the iTunes comedy charts. Chad is a comedy veteran who does not live in L.A. or New York. He lives outside the mainstream in Minnesota. I learned that fact from listening to Chad's interview on Mark Marin's WTF podcast, Incidentally, Chad noted after the interview that he did the WTF podcast and Conan O'Brien on the same day. Those 24 hours are one of the highlights of his career. Now, like I said, Chad did a set at Helium Comedy Club, and he noted that while he was in town here in Portland, he had a rental car. And he said he hit so many potholes, he thinks he may have to buy it. Chad is on a tour and will be playing at Charlie Goodnight in Raleigh, North Carolina and stand-up Scottsdale in Scottsdale, Arizona. My name is Gregory Day. You're listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast at pdxpodcast.com. Also, northwestpodcast.com. Also, pdxpod.com. Now about that WTF podcast. Chad told me that he was surprised at how much he opened up. Mark just has that effect on people. By the by, Mark Maron's going to be in town next month. Looking forward to that. You know, you know, there's actually a group of anarchists that are filling potholes in the city now. That's Portland for you. We're keeping it weird. So I caught up with Chad at Helium Comedy Club immediately after his first performance. Chad Daniels, well, wow. yes. nice to meet you. It was a great Likewise. set. I really enjoyed myself tonight.
0: Well, thanks. I did too. <laughs> I, like I said up front, I had some buddies tell me, I don't know if your stuff's going to go in Portland, and I've been having so much fun, because people see... I mean, I think they watch Portlandia and think it's just Doucheville, USA, and you get here and people are like, just, they're wonderful.
1: Now, one thing I've noticed about your act, you, t- <laughs> you talk a lot about being a grown-up, being an adult, and pubic hair. There's just, just two sure. themes I've noticed throughout your work. <laughs> yeah, I believe
0: that, absolutely. Having this teenage kid in my house, my son, is just, uh, <laughs> it's, he's so wonderful. I mean, I shit all over him on my last CD on Footprints on the Moon. Yeah. I guess I don't shit all over him, but I kind of just... I kind of have a no-nonsense approach to parenting. And I think that comes across on stage. And so um, that's why I put him on the cover of the CD and everything. He's on the cover with me. and um, But yeah, he's given me so much, so much material. And the new Shaving the Pubes thing is just like... When we had that discussion, I just couldn't believe it. And I just kept thinking my whole time. I was like, I know I'm supposed to be fathering right now, but I can't wait to carve this into a story.
1: Did it really happen? Absolutely. Embellishing a bit?
0: I I didn't put him in a full Nelson, but I did walk him upstairs with my hand on his back and show him. I did show him the the pubes that were still on the toilet seat. Yep.
1: I'd say I have a lot of respect for you. Uh, So. Something you talked about earlier in the show, um, America getting soft. Yeah, I just think it's... Um, but you did it in a way that wasn't too harsh. And I think that's that's important to not, to not jam it down people's throat. And I think that's the father in you. Like, you can't really do that.
0: Sure, it might be. I, you know, and I try to have, not like I'm trying to pat myself on the back, but I try to have empathy for anyone who's doing anything. Like, I don't know what they're doing in their daily life i don't know what their life is like so if people are softening up a bit it's not for me to be like yeah right because you know
1: you're in your 40s we're in our 40s so it's easy to to come across as you know well back in my day yeah know. exactly yeah these millennials and they're right bullshit. you don't want to be I'm that not, guy well, I'm not you remember that guy when you were in your 20s right
0: absolutely so You know, if I have an opinion, I I try to make sure everyone knows this is my opinion, and I'm not
1: trying to change your opinion at all. I got that from your performance tonight. Yeah? Yeah. By the way, great fucking show.
0: Oh, thanks. Really?
1: That was fun. It looked like you were having fun. I was having a ton of fun. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I used to wear a sweater and collared shirts because I thought, like, well, if I'm going to talk about dad stuff, I should look like a dad, and now
1: I'm just like, yeah you look like a cool guy and yeah i really like that you kind of have i got a lot of louis ck from your your influence from your uh your performance tonight i don't know if that's i don't know if that's you've been told that i don't know but you well, kind of have his persona a little bit and a bit, his smirk i really sense that hmm. big big fan interesting big big fan yeah Okay. I, well, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about your Conan appearances. What's it like being on Conan? How does that affect your life?
0: Well, it, it was weird. The first time I did it was... On The Tonight Show. On The Tonight Show. And then that was... Re- it felt real stuffy. Like, everyone was just kind of, like, <laughs> worried about what the bigwigs were going to do to them.
1: It's a big, big show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just didn't feel... It just kind of felt tight. And then felt I, tight yeah and then I went to the, the TBS Conan show yeah. and it was loose it was and great f- set yeah it felt amazing and um
1: everybody loved that and everybody loves that everybody oh, likes thanks. you after watching that clip well thanks so that event that was a bit more loose loosey goosey yeah I mean I went off
0: book a bunch of times <laughs> and, the, and the booker didn't care and I mean it's a, it's like a, all they want is is for people that are watching the show to enjoy the show and so mm. you know if you're not a prick or you're not um I guess terribly unfunny or terribly uh you know f- pushing buttons then then they don't mind.
1: they do a great job booking that show, so many comics have, yeah. have been on Conan, it really is sort of the the place to be, yeah, and that guy's
0: name's j p. buck and he he's got a good eye that's for sure.
1: I'd like to make a shout out or send a shout out to Melissa Bia, your agent. She's the nicest agent I've ever talked to in one year of doing this podcast. She's wonderful. Nicest.
0: Absolutely wonderful. In fact,
1: you're one of the nicest, too. (laughs) Weird. You know why Portland's weird? Everybody's nice.
0: That's true. Everyone is nice here. And I keep waiting. I keep waiting, like, when I see people that are nice to me and I watch them when they turn around to see if, like, the hair on the back of their head moves so I know their face is squinching. (laughs) Then I, but I, they ne- never happens. I really have been waiting for people to just turn around, and I could hear them like sigh or anything. They're really nice. Here. It seems genuine. It really does.
1: It's genuine. Yeah, I've lived here since two thousand seventeen years. That's crazy. I That's love great. Portland. I named my show after Portland. What do you think of the audience? What do you think of Portland audiences? You've been you've done two shows. Right. You're about to do another one. Yep. I love doing interviews in the green room because of the energy after just seeing your show.
0: Sure. I, I think the crowds were great.
1: Yeah, they really like, were.
0: And I went to Bridgetown. Liked and it was And Bridgetown was fun for me. So, you know, coming here with expectations that there was going to be a lot of groaning and to have not a lot of people groaning is just... There really wasn't. It's great. They were on your side. Yeah. Or, or at least... And even if the people weren't on my side, at least they are willing to let you explain yourself. They don't jump on that's you for the right. first thing out of your mouth. They, like, that's give right. you a second to explain your
1: I noticed you, you made a few comments that were – you heard a few, like,
0: <gasps> Yeah. I'm not out to hurt feelings. I mean, no. that's not my thing. And, and, you know, if I do say something that gets a – you know, people are taken aback or whatever, it's yeah. not – it's not like, oh, watch You're how respectful. many people I can offend by this thing. Yeah.
1: It comes across, it just comes across in your delivery. Now, you played Tacoma Comedy Club. I used yes. to live in Tacoma. Okay. It's a rough city. <laughs> it is a rough, city. You just city. threw
0: that piece of paper across the room. That was great.
1: Uh, yeah, I've seen a guy get pistol whipped. I've heard of shootings. I witnessed a, a robbery, and I, I read all these horrible stories, and I didn't even go out that much, but Port, but Tacoma is a rough, rough city. Yeah. They do have a comedy club. Now, uh, now it's Tacoma Comedy Club. It How is, was yeah. that? How was that?
0: I love it. I love, and now they they also the they same people to that own that uh,
1: the they, comedy scene there
0: yeah absolutely um, the one the one that talked about rough and being there we had to stay there a little later one night because there was a car that was driving around waving a gun out the window
1: yeah that's Tacoma
0: yeah so we had to just stay in the comedy club for a little bit but full bar and fucking toot
1: I think not, I've seen two pistol whippings in in Tacoma yeah that's and I've lived near Compton I have not seen anything like Tacoma.
0: Well, the fa- here is the good thing: the fact that it's two pistol whips and waving a gun out the window is a lot better than, than shots actual, fired. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now you you live in Minnesota still? I do. Are you going to yeah. mo- move? I don't know. My daughter has six years
0: of school left. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I don't know. Right now, it's just you're like I'm dad. I'm there for six years, so for sure.
1: Wow! And you're in showbiz saying that. So much respect. Oh, thanks. Well, it's I mean it's you know, like you're a successful comic. You've managed to do it outside of L.A. and New York. I know that's been said a million times, but hey, props to you. I've had some Number good one support. on iTunes and the guy's not even in New York, LA.
0: <laughs> like I said, I've had some good support. Fans are amazing. <laughs> My ex-wife was very good to me, allowing me to go out and kind of build up a reputation on the road as a feature to start headlining. Um, Do you want to send a shout out to your
1: fans? Because these guys are great.
0: They are great, absolutely. They I mean, are. but they any,
1: Anyone is specific or They, they any know they or know I Facebook love them. No, I don't I, I don't want to It's Twitter.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go uh, I don't want to go individually. Right, exactly, cuz then everybody's <laughs> like, "Why off, that right, not like okay, me?" But it's it's the whole lot of them. I tell you what, it's uh
1: rabid Twitter followers, Facebook followers.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. So, you know, they buy tickets. It's kind of we have a good deal going. They buy tickets when I'm in their city. And I promise to keep writing as much as possible so they don't have to sit through the same hour every time I'm in their town. And
1: how so. often do you write an hour set? Um, this last one took
0: two years from my last CD. The one before that was a year. So I kind of like the two-year thing because it gives you a chance to really buff it up and get it shiny instead of just yeah. kind of throwing ideas and seeing if they stick.
1: Well, this set tonight, this was completely different from what I've heard.
0: Yeah, it's there's none of that's on the on footprints on the moon so i'm heading in the right direction obviously it needs some tightening up and some shifting a little bit here and there but i like it
1: (laughs) what's the direction a bit darker
0: uh no no (laughs) not the darker just uh i want to make sure that that my points are clear and i'm saying what i mean to say instead of um maybe not dotting all my eyes and crossing all my t's so i did a there's like a 20 minute bit on footprints on the moon about uh, kids with Aspergers. That's right. And uh, and I, you know I just try to be careful when I'm doing bits like that because I know that I know it can easily drop off to the wrong side of what I'm tra- the point I'm
1: trying to make. The wrong side.
0: Yeah, just like people will will misinterpret what I'm trying to say, yes, and so yes. m- make sure I really get it right when I'm doing something like that.
1: What direction are you going in now? Um, I think I'm just kind of, you know, I, I talked about my
0: son so much on Footprints on the Moon. So I'm trying to get away from him a little bit and just try to talk about, I've never been like a, I've been a family guy comic and I've you never have. been an observational guy comic. Yes. But I think I can dissect my observations the same way I dissect parenting maybe. So I'm just giving it a whirl to see what happens. Kind of an experiment.
1: You know, I actually said that I, I, I do a segment for KBTV now. <laughs> I actually said that you could... I think the quip I made was that you complained about your kids a lot. Sure. Well, it's true. Okay, well, good. I'm glad you're not offended by that. Absolutely sometimes you not. just never know. I mean, I make these quips, and it's like, a quip can stay with you.
0: No, I'm not worried about that, because it's, it's right. It's accurate. Okay. I have complained about kids, but it's one of those weird relationships. <laughs> I just love them to death, but sometimes they bug the shit out of me. Yeah. So... And nobody wants to hear about how the picnic went right, you know. When you're on stage, nobody wants to hear about the the good days. At TED of, talks, they do. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. but not not in comedy. You, environment. You want to hear people come to. I think a lot of people come to comedy just to see, like, you know, other people that have problems, listening to other people's and problems instead so of thinking true. about their own. That, so. is,
1: that is so so true. So if you're well adjusted, it's it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, I think if you're. I've always said, if you're tall, real good-looking, and don't have any problems, maybe comedy isn't for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have had fun here. I went to, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it was uh, The Falls, The Big Falls. It starts with an M. It's oh, about- Noma Falls, yeah. yes. I went there today. And, uh you know, oh, I like you went get, there?
1: I'd like to get out and see the see the place, because it was nice today. You know a lot about Portland. Have you been here before?
0: I've only been here one time for Bridgetown uh, Oh, Comedy Bridgetown Fest. Comedy Fest, yeah, right. a couple years ago, yeah. But um, when I come to a town, I'll just, when people come up and ask me questions, I'll ask them
1: questions and, and figure out what to do, do in you the You know city. a lot about Portland. You know Portland quite well. And you talked about animals a lot tonight. I did. <laughs> What's that from? So
0: when someone tells me my stuff isn't going to go over in a city... I just assume the city everyone has four pets and likes them more than people. And so that's kind of the flavor I took and it seemed to be working when I brought it up so I was like, well, I must be close.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just bought your CD Footprints on the Moon instantly showed up to number 1 on iTunes. Yeah, it's a, it's been a fun wow. it's been a fun CD. Yeah. Yeah, might What do you attribute
0: that to? Well, I went with um a record label out of nashville for this cd i was with stand-up records in minneapolis that's right which is You've had a couple which is a up. wonderful uh record label and then i just wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit i've, I've done some mixing up in my personal life so i want to try it in yes my... you have i'd yeah. like to
1: touch on that a bit later
0: yeah okay yeah absolutely got <laughs> got a divorce and um i'm touching on it now look at me but uh yeah i got a divorce and i just thought you know what um I kind of like how it feels to mix it up and, and, and freshen things up a little bit. So I went with a different record label out of Nashville called 800 Pound Gorilla. And they did um, some really great marketing for it. And I do have. Yeah. I, mean, I do have. And it's ha-
1: still up, way up there on the iTunes comedy yeah. album charts. Yeah.
0: And I, I hate saying this because it sounds so conceited. But the, the fans I have are like rabid fans. They're such a great. Fan base, it's unbelievable. They just they a lot of them waited up till midnight to buy the CD right when it came out, and I
1: love it. I mean, I love to hear the. Within
0: three days, it had like 110 reviews. I mean, it's just crazy. Wow! So
1: that's what jacks it up those charts. Yeah, those absolutely.
0: Yep. so it it stays there, and then uh, and then you know people people can read the reviews and and end up buying it because of the reviews or whatever it is. So it's just like I, I owe my fans a lot.
1: Now, I listened to your WTF podcast, and that helped. That really helped with the sales, I would think. Well,
0: that yeah. helped with, yeah, my, my your last profile. CD or my – let's see. Which one was that? That was maybe two CDs ago. But, yeah, it helped when Maron's podcast showed still,
1: up. People are still listening to this thing. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. it's crazy. So I did
1: – That's did, the great thing about podcasts. People rediscover them, rediscover them. They're yeah. always out there. Well, that,
0: it's – Comedy now almost seems like it's working retroactively. So if young guys are listening, it's like, and guys and girls, I, I know I have to say that, but it's like, I mean, everyone. But um, when, when you're not getting booked or you're not doing whatever, put something on the Internet. Give, right. So when you do yeah. get booked, people can go back and they can watch all the videos you've been doing when you were sitting at home. So,
1: You know, uh, you right tonight. tonight. <laughs> there was a lady in the crowd that yelled, you're very real. Yeah. <laughs> that made you laugh. Well, it made me laugh because number one, I couldn't tell if she was being sarcastic. It uh, did get a bit dark, though. Jokes about ISIS and pushing buttons. Yeah, Report I like this. I
0: love that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's kind of fun just to get people out of their comfort zone a little yeah, bit. And you were
1: having fun out there?
0: I was having a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love when comics do that. They actually, you know, actually engage more with the audience. I think that makes for a better show. And I think you get a lot more from that.
0: I do, because I, I mean, I think a lot of comics do this, but feed off the energy of the crowd. Yeah. And so when it seems like it's... The pros, the pros really, really bring the crowd in. It seems like more of a discussion then, instead of a talking yes. to. Yes, You know, so I don't, I don't like to just sit up there and, and kind of give a speech. you
1: totally right, that's like totally yeah. what you did. Now, yeah, you talked about this before, I've I've heard this on other interviews, your wife, your marriages, your, your high school sweetheart, she PhD in genetics and I noticed quite a few jokes about genetics tonight. Yeah,
0: there's uh I mean, you know, living with it for for sixteen years and not living with it like, uh living with that goddamn but um yeah, I just picked up on it and I've always been interested in it for sure. So Yeah. Yeah, so there's there's still a touch of that, absolutely. <laughs>
1: and you're right. A- it's a it's a fresh start for for Chad Daniels. It's yes. A, it's a fresh start for you. Absolutely. <laughs> in many ways. Uh-huh. So you've got this new album. It's doing very well. And tomorrow you're doing the Never Not Funny podcast. Yeah, with Jimmy Pardo. Another podcast. Yeah. So what is coming up for Chad Daniels? I'll be at
0: Charlie Goodnights in Raleigh, North Carolina, March 30th through April 1st. Stand Up Scottsdale, April 6th through 8th. And then... Uh, Taking a lot of April off. I'm going on vacation late oh, in vacation. April. Don't even know where yet. We're going to pick tomorrow. You and the kids? Kids aren't coming. Kids are not coming. Kids
1: vacation from the dead.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right? I love that. Yeah. That's not a bad deal. So, yeah, I'm going to go on vacation and then uh, go back. You
1: don't even know where?
0: I we don't know where yet. Uh uh-uh.
1: Cancun. Cancun sounds pretty good this time of year.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't be bad, but uh, i might going try to find a, a quiet island.
1: A quiet island? If, if
0: there is such a thing anymore. I don't know.
1: And meditate?
0: No, just probably drink beer and lay on the beach. Yeah, I like
1: it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I like it. Chad Daniels, thank you so much. Well thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. For letting me speak to you in the green room. You between shows. Are you exhausted?
0: No, uh uh. I had a great day. Uh uh no. So sometimes I do like if I work a lot and lay around in the hotel, I'm pretty lethargic at the shows, but um, i had such a fun day today that i'm still pretty amped up what'd you do just just walked around and um, went to some thrift stores and went to those waterfalls (laughs) and just checked everything out man and we had a had it we went to the there's that food truck area it's called uh our food the food carts
1: yeah we're, Yeah. we're, we're very big on the food carts
0: and it's but there's like five of them that are built in yes and and so we went there and got a crepe and got some chicken
1: pine market or there's one right around the corner it's fantastic they're all great okay really you can't go wrong in portland
0: yeah i mean we went on yelp and just figured (laughs) it from in the parking lot of the uh the thrift store
1: I love it. You're really really experiencing Portland the way we do. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. All right. Cheers. And thank you for listening to the Weekly Portland Podcast. Remember to tune in Thursdays on KPTV's More Good Day, Oregon. I host The Dish. It's an entertainment segment. I talk about events happening throughout the city that you can drive to. Just watch for potholes, folks. (laughs) God damn it. Fix those potholes, guys. See you next week. This is pdxpodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in.